You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. When you're on your healing journey, there's a really scary thing that can happen. And it's when you realize that you no longer want to be the kind of person that you used to be. The part of you that had to endure so many hard things growing up or even as an adult. And the question I get all the time is, Gloria, I don't know who I'm becoming. If I'm not my traumas, then who am I? Like, I don't even know who I am. And in this episode, we're going to talk about what that messy middle part is, right? What's that transition when you don't know what your identity is or who you're becoming and how to navigate that challenge right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hi, my friends. Welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. Hope you're all doing well. What are you up to lately? Do you have plans for the summer or are you stuck inside and working? So I am recording this after one of our coaching calls inside Soulmate with all my soulmaters. And I just felt like recording this episode because I always feel like I'm on a bit of a high after these calls. You know, I give so much to my students and my clients and really trying to help people where they are. And we always get such great questions and such great shares. And tonight was one of those nights where almost every single person came with a huge win, right? We didn't have a lot of questions tonight. It was just win after win. You know, there was one woman who finally decided to leave a situationship. We had another person who decided that they didn't want to continue with the date because they weren't comfortable. And for the first time, she didn't feel the need to over-explain or over-apologize. And just saying, no, I don't want to keep talking to you and being okay with that, which seems like such a small win. But if you look at what kind of opportunities that opens up for you in life, right? That is freedom of going through your entire life, being able to make the decision to just stop something if it doesn't feel good for you and not feeling like you have to justify it or explain. So I'm just coming off this high of these so many good wins. And one of the themes that came up tonight was what happens when we say goodbye to the old us, but we don't know who this new person is yet, right? So even though a lot of my work really is about relationships, showing up in the right relationships, how to make a romantic relationship actually last so that you can get that fairy tale ending. It becomes so much more because it's about who you're becoming as a person, right? Who you are, the version of you that's actually showing up in that relationship. Because relationships really are just an extension of you. You know, something I say all the time to my students is, Every single person that you have invited into your life up to this point, that person represents who you were at the time that you met them, right? So if 10 years ago you were a huge people pleaser, then probably the types of people that you invited into your life were only there because you had no boundaries, 
and that's why they're there. And so when you heal yourself, you do this inner child work, you're actually becoming a different person, right? It's like that caterpillar, cocoon, butterfly story. But what a lot of people don't know is that when caterpillars are in their cocoons, they're about to transform into the butterfly. It's not this beautiful Hollywood transition where there's glitter and stuff flying out, right? It's a grueling experience where the caterpillar actually needs to melt and disintegrate. Like it literally starts to deteriorate, right? It has to destroy who it used to be in order for that butterfly to emerge. And I think that healing truly is the same way. Healing is a destructive process, right? It's not always just come by uh, meditating on a mountain with a waterfall somewhere, right? That's sort of the idealized Instagram version of what healing looks like. And yes, sometimes it is a beautiful experience, but the most important work you will actually do is doing that uncomfortable thing, right? It's getting outside your comfort zone. It's about setting that boundary that you really, really don't want to set. It's about investing in a program that stretches you beyond what you're comfortable with, right? It's about deciding to do what's right for you, even when everyone else around you was telling you that it's a bad idea. Right? That's the messiness of healing. And so going back to the theme of tonight was, I used to be this person that lived in scarcity. I used to be this person that was always in survival, always reacting to things, always getting into these relationships that I really didn't align with, but I ended up in two-year situationships anyways, right? It was this type of identity and person that I was. And now that I've healed from this and now that I'm moving on, I don't know who I actually am. I don't know who this version of whoever you are is actually going to become because they don't exist yet. This is what I said to my students. It's that personality and who you are. It's not a static thing. It's not dinosaur bones that we're going in as archaeologists trying to dig up and find out what's underneath, right? It's not finding yourself in the sense that it's just buried under a bunch of stuff. Although the inner child has certain qualities about them, like the playfulness and the joy that's sort of inherent in everyone. But who you are now after the healing is a work in progress. It's a living, breathing thing that changes and is constantly creating itself over the time, right? Basically, what I'm trying to say is who you are becoming doesn't exist yet because you're still building them. Right? When you go through this healing process, like all of my students do, they get to choose what kind of person they want to be. So for example, the client I mentioned who just said no to this guy she was seeing and for the first time in her life didn't feel guilty or felt bad about it. What do you think that experience taught her? It taught her that she is so powerful and she didn't even know it. She was so powerful that she has the ability to choose for herself what she wants. Right. That's just one example. Now that she's proven to herself that she can do it, think about what the next three months of her life is going to look like. Right? Think about what the next six months or one or even five years of bringing that kind of energy to the table, of being able to choose, that's real power right there. And the best part, this kind of freedom is available to everyone, right? Because it's not dependent on anyone else. It's dependent on you and you choosing to go within 
and actually do the work, right? The real work, not the seven day yoga retreat <laughs> in a beautiful five-star resort, right? Although that's part of it, but the real work that you've been avoiding, which is just looking inside here, right? Facing those fears, letting yourself feel the pain and the grief of the thing that happened a long time ago that you've put off or said that it doesn't bother you anymore, but you know it does because it keeps showing up in your dating patterns, right? Sitting with those things, allowing yourself to feel in a safe way, of course. And if you ever end up joining one of my programs, we teach you how to process things safely so that it doesn't overwhelm your system. But you can do that even now, right? Of just bits and pieces of starting to slowly allow yourself to feel these things, right? Knowing that emotions will not kill you, right? They're just feelings with the lifespan. I have a previous episode of how to deal with difficult feelings because that's the work. We are all caterpillars literally disintegrating first before we can become that beautiful butterfly. Let's just acknowledge this elephant in the room. I think it's okay to be honest with ourselves when sometimes we feel like we just want to skip to the good part, right? Like, I don't want to do all this work. Just give me my happy ending, you know, give me my fairy tale Cinderella ending. Just send me the person, right? Send me my soulmate or send me the rainbow at the end. But we can't avoid doing the work, right? It's normal to feel those things because I wasted a lot of years just trying to bypass this work, trying to skip over the actual important work, just trying to get to that happy ending, trying to speed my way through things. But that was only doing me a disservice, right? That was just pushing it back, pushing it back. And I truly believe that every human being on earth has their own thing that they need to work through, right? Whether it is the childhood stuff, Maybe it's a medical condition. Maybe it's this one pattern that keeps coming up over and over at work. Everyone's got their one thing, right? And that's why you can't compare your journey to someone else's because we're meant for different things, right? We are here to grow ourselves and to experience ourselves. And so my loves, you can't skip the hard work. And I know the pain and the struggle of just wanting to skip through it, but we cannot avoid doing the work. Well, you can avoid doing the work, but those are the people who dabble in things and never really fully commit to changing anything. And they're still stuck in their ways, right? 40, 50, 60 years from now, you know those kinds of people, right? In fact, they might be the very people that gave you the trauma growing up, right? People who were so resistant to just doing the work. And that's why they're stuck. Okay, so take it from me. I mean, what do I know, right? I've only done this shit for years and years. When I can tell you, someone that's really walked the walk, I really do live by these values, right? I show up consistently for my students and I show them through example of what's possible for you if you stop avoiding and doing the work and also giving you that confidence that you're capable of it, all right? Anything else that's coming up for you of like reasons or excuses why you're backing out or that you can't do this or, oh, I'm too busy. I don't have time. There's never going to be enough time, right? That's just your inner critic or the protective part of you that's trying to keep you safe, right? It doesn't want you to try anything else because it's trying to keep you safe in the only way that it knows how to, which is through self-sabotage. 
But that survival brain is not the only voice, right? There is another voice underneath that that's more like a whisper, which is your intuition and the real you, which knows that actually, yeah, this is really uncomfortable. But deep down, I know that this is right. Or everything in me is screaming to stop. But deep down, I know that I actually need to get a little bit uncomfortable and just do the damn thing, right? Whatever that thing is. So if you're listening, and maybe you're in that place where you keep quitting on things, you start stepping out of your old self, but you're too afraid of the new self. So you kind of, whoop, you suck back into the old parts. And don't be surprised when things don't change because the individual work is doing the thing even before you're ready. But just because you decided that was meant for you. So I'm going to get off my soapbox now. <laughs> I also didn't get much sleep last night. So this is a lot more unfiltered, Gloria. But just being honest, today was a bit of a tougher push, right? But always with love. You know that everything I say is always from a place of love. And sometimes we do need a little bit more of that push. So as a quick plug at the end of this, I've actually got another free workshop next week that's meant for ambitious women who are constantly in the cycle of being stuck in situationships. And this is a workshop that's really about helping women tap into their inner girls, right? Really getting in touch with that part of you that is already lovable, that is already good enough, but that we just need to bring her out. And this workshop is literally called The Lovable Woman, right? For the one that you already are. If you want to sign up for the free workshop, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's a free workbook. There's a ton of stuff that I'm going to be giving you inside this workshop. So just sign up at bygloriazang.com slash workshop or click on one of the show notes below. And speaking of situationships, next week, I'm going to be bringing out some episodes to share some insights on what situationships really are and why they happen to us, right? Sort of these half relationships that are extremely, extremely damaging, very unfulfilling and helping you find a solution to get out of it. Okay, my loves, thank you for tuning in today for my little rant. <laughs> and as always, this was helpful to you. Give us a five star uh, on Spotify, Apple, uh, whatever you're tuning in from. And I will see you in next week's episode. Bye for now. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one.